Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Let's talk about it. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what I know will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. As we get in here and we talk about the firing. You're fired. I should have loaded that thing up. The old uh, Vince McMahon, you're fired. Uh, Wow. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Don't tell me that Mark Davis doesn't have some of his old man in him. Let's go, man. Dudes out here firing people on their day off while they're out trick-or-treating with their damn kids. Check, oh my gosh, what amazingly welcome news over overnight. And I never would root for someone to lose their job. It's, listen, it's 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 no fun to be out of work. But listen, let's not pretend like uh, that these guys don't understand they're in a pretty volatile industry as well. The, the NFL is the ultimate meritocracy and they're compensated very, very well. So I'm not going to feel bad. Oops about these guys losing their job. And if you start hearing stuff going nuts in the background, it's because I got my phone connected to the board because we're going to take live calls from you all. Uh, and the voicemails have gone nuts. So I wanted to check in and uh, and play all these voicemails because we're not doing a live show tonight. The only reason we're even on this morning is because I'm off work because we're getting ready. I'm getting everything, getting ready to pack up uh, the fan cave and we're headed to Vegas uh, for the Bolitnikoff Foundation dinner for the Crab Fest. So anyway, so... 
glad to be here. Glad to talk to you all. Glad to see everybody's in the chat. The chat room is all right. I'm, you guys, the chat room's blowing up. Michelle and Swago are in there. Miss you guys. Love you. And I'll see you uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, Paul Edgerton is in there. Raider Lorian is in there. CJ is in there. Raider Rue is in there. Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Uh, Pineapple is in there. Uh, Stacy Ruff Raider is in there. Big Bass Raider is in there. Raider Truth Chicken cluck, cluck, is in there. Jay Jackson, we'll see Jay this weekend, is in there. Raider Cam, Tony Shefford, DJ Lenny Danger, David McCarthy, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Um, so many uh, of our good friends are in there, and we appreciate you all very, very much. And so, uh, Ty the Raider is in there. Appreciate you, Ty. And so, yeah, we're going to take live calls here in a minute, uh, but I do want to play these voicemails because, again, I wanna, we wanted to get those uh, since we won't be doing a live show until after we get back next week. So, anyways, you all know the story. Every, you know, the, Not only is Josh McDaniels let go, Dave Ziegler is let go, and, uh, and, and Mick Lombardi, offensive co- de facto offensive coordinator, is let go. Listen, it's the, it's the prudent move. I don't know what other choice Mark Davis would have had. It was time to move on. You, the, apparently, now that there's reports coming out that he met with some of the veteran players, I'm guessing Devontae Adams is probably number one on that list. And they discussed the culture of the organization. And this is something that, listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be a football brain. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a former player. Um, but I do have a passion for leadership. It's what I studied in college. It's what my degree is in. And, and, and knowing that the culture of the your organization is the most important thing in order for it to thrive and be successful. You've got to train up and, and, and lift up those around you to attain their own successes in order to foster your own and also enable your organization to be successful without you even being there. That's an important thing as well. It should be able to function on its own should you not be present all the time. Well, if everything we've heard about this Raiders organization in terms of the function of the team, and I'm talking about on the field and in the locker room, it's been dysfunctional. There's no culture. And yes, winning cures everything. And a winning, winning, you know, W's start stacking up will fix things around that. But ultimately, the culture is what wins out. The culture eats your strategy for breakfast. I've been saying that nonstop about this regime of Josh McDaniels once it started to go south. You know, when you look at a guy like Rich Bisaccia, he fostered a very healthy culture. Guys loved him. Well, you know, we when you listen to Will Compton talk about Rich Bisaccia, he looks at him like it's more than just a coach. I don't want to say a father figure. I don't want to overblow it. But he's, he's like a trusted leader of men. Like, these guys will, I mean, went all out for Rich Bisaccia, which is why you saw 10 wins and which is why you saw us almost freaking, you know, beat the freaking the, the Bengals, uh, other than a you know a bad drive, bad last drive there in the red zone. So outside of that, like that's why this team was was so so, so successful and and rallied the way that they did. So Josh McDaniels didn't have that. He he never had that. He had this supposedly brilliant mind. Well, when the brilliant mind runs out, like you're not even the the offensive guru. Like it's again I go back to that. Like it's one thing even if you have a dysfunctional like vibe in the locker room. If you're successful because of this genius, well, then okay, then you can kind of get, but then that's not there either. So it was like red flag after red flag after red flag. So Josh gets let go. Dave gets let go. Mick Lombardi, who's a lackey for freaking McDaniels anyways, and I'm not a huge fan of that Lombardi tree anyways. You know, I mean, Lord knows Al Davis certainly didn't love his dad. So, and that's Mike Lombardi, uh, you know, so, Anyways, I'm, I'm glad we moved on from it. I'm glad that we are now ushering in a new phase of the Raiders. 
I'll say this before we get to the calls. I want to say this, and then I want to shout out the chat room real quick. My last thought on it, or not last thought. I'm going to have a lot of thoughts on this. My other thought on this is now our interim head coach. So let's that's the past. Let's move on from from McDumbass, right? That's he's going to go down in history with Mike White. You know, not even a Dennis Allen. Like this dude's going to go down in Raider history as one of the worst head coaches we've ever had. That's, I mean, the end. Like it's not. I don't even think it's close. And I haven't looked at all the the, the final numbers of everything yet, but. But I'm just off the top of the head. I mean, I'm this guy's the worst or up there. So, and this team and Jimmy Garoppolo is up there with Jamarcus Russell. And they, well, that's the kind of era we're talking about. We're talking 2006 bad. We're talking 2008 bad with, with Jamarcus. So anyways, all that said, that's in the that's in the past. So now let's focus on the future. Let's let's focus on the, Al Davis said, the, 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 the greatness of the Raiders is in its future, right? So what's the future? The future is in now Antonio Pierce, gets elevated to be our head coach. That was a little surprising to me, but after thinking about it for a minute, I love it. This is, you guys that, are, that have been on the show enough, hear me talk a lot about Robert Sala, hear me talk about Dan Campbell, those kind of fiery, passionate guys, right? D'Amico Ryans is one of those kind of guys. And that's what we get in Antonio Pierce. We get, we get a former player, not a former Hall of Famer, but a grinder. You got a guy that's got fire, that's got grit to him. Antonio Pierce was a badass linebacker. Again, not a Hall of Fame level, but the kind of guy, you know, Dan Campbell wasn't a Hall of Fame tight end, right? Like you, it's the, some of the best coaches come out of the guys that are the grinders, the guys that have to freaking bust their ass in order to just be good enough. Those are the guys that make the best head coaches to me. Uh, the guys that are Hall of Famers typically don't because they have a, a skill that's not translatable to other, other people. But the guys that are grinding, the guys that got to get up and bust their ass and their hard work and their ethic is what drives them to be competitive. Those are the kind of guys I think make the best coaches. And Antonio Pierce is a fiery guy. We as Raider Nation, we love fiery coaches. I'm sorry. Like, we've had a lot of discussion online and otherwise about, about coaching styles and whatnot. And when you look at a guy like Mike McDaniel, right, who's kind of a weird dude for the Dolphins, but yeah, the Dolphins were the best teams in football. But he's, but he's still got charisma anyway. But, anyway, but as Raiders, as Raider fans, what do we grow up with? We grew up with John Madden, right? That's, that's the guy that was the, the absolute model for coaches, for, for Raider fans. So especially for older guys like me, I'd love it. But then you also had a stoic, cold-hearted badass like Tom Flores that his charisma was a completely different vibe. Then you had John Gruden, crazy, right? Big, big personality, all that kind of stuff. So there's an in, intense, that, here's where I'm going with this. There's an intensity about the coaches that we love most, that have had success as, as right. Even Al Davis, there's an intensity about him. There's an intensity about Tom Flores. There's an intensity about Antonio Pierce. So I would say this, I don't know where this thing's going to go. None of us do. I think we're all excited to be uh, to see where it's going to go because we know what the shit was already this year. I would implore Mark Davis this. If Antonio Pierce is successful, if we start to turn this thing around in any kind of way, if we start to see progress, because the ultimate indictment of bad coaching is regression, which is all we've seen with Josh McDaniels is regression. We've gone backwards since that 10 and uh, 10, since, since 10 and 6. So if we see progress and we see this team be competitive week in, week out, and we see fire from the team, and we see, you know, 
proficiency on offense. We see Hunter Renfro start to get involved in, in the offense. We start to see, you know, maybe they start Aiden O'Connell. Maybe he has some good games. Whatever. Point may be point being, if we start to see success from Antonio Pierce and whatever iteration the, of this this Raiders are, give him a shot. Don't leave him there, Mark. Let's not let's not make the same mistake twice. Let's not move on from a, a guy like Antonio Pierce if he has success like we did with Rich. I think Rich and Mike Mayock, unfortunately, got passed over. And I understand why. And this isn't, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to trying to be critical of all Mark's decisions. But I would just say this. If Antonio Pierce has success with this football team, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let him, let him, you know, apparently they're good with Patrick Graham. You know, listen, be nice to the guys that you're and the girls that you work with, right? Because the next day they might be your boss, Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham went to bed last night, the boss of the defense, and this morning he wakes up and the, his linebacker coach is now his boss. So apparently they're still good with Patrick Graham. So we'll see what happens with the defense. I'm curious to see who's going to be calling the plays. I'm sure somebody in the chat room's got an idea. I don't know. I mean, who's the offensive mind left that's that's on the team? Because that was, I mean, it was Josh's whole thing, and then you had Lombardi was, again, the, the kind of de facto guy by title, which I think all he was there to do is to break down film and all that kind of stuff and strategize gameplay. And maybe he was the one scripting those first freaking series. But um, anyways, so I'm curious to see that. Curious to see what anybody's got to say in there. All right, let me check in with the chat room real fast. And then let's start getting these calls. Uh, just a heads up, parental advisory. I haven't edited any of these things. We're taking them on the fly. I'm going to play them as they're coming in. And, if, uh, and I've got my phone hooked up here. So if we get a live call... Uh, we'll, we'll jump in and take a live call as well. If you are going to call live, wait till we're in a break in between the voicemails, though, because I want to make sure we hear from everything in the, in, in the voicemails. Uh, Bo Hardegree is the new interim offensive coordinator, Hooligan Nation says. He was the QB coach. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so shout out Raider Lorian in there. Raider Rue is in there. Hooligan is in there. Tony Shefford is in there. Gunsmoke Games is in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd is in there. Pineapple is in there. Mike Downs is in there. Paul is in there. Bass Turd <laughs> is in there. Phil Scrime is in there. Uh, Big Surge is in there. Edgar Hernandez is in there. Michelle, of course, is in there. Uh, let's see. Double R is in there. Uh, Charles Washington is in there. Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Mrs. Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. DJ Lenny Danger. Uh, man, so many of our good friends. Road Code, I see you in there as well. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, Jay Jackson is in there. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Jay says he needs coffee. Me too, brother. I'm telling you, man, this is, oh, what, this is crazy. So, yeah, again, as I mentioned, for those of you that are just joining us now, like, we're we're, get, we're packing for Vegas right now is the only reason that, that we're going live. And so appreciate so many of you. Uh, Ginger Four Eyes is in there. Uh, Daniel Mangus is in there. Uh, CPA Joel is in there. My gosh. Uh, Loco Sick is in there. Appreciate you guys so very, very much. Joining us live, because again, we normally don't do this. And I normally don't like to do podcast selfies. But man, again, special occasions call for special arrangements, man. And, and, and shout out Mark Davis, man. Thank you for doing the right thing. Salud. All right, let's get to some of these voicemails. Again, these are unedited. So if you've got young ears around, uh, shepherd them to another part of the room or, um, you know, whatever. whatever. Or if you're on the audio podcast... Uh, this may be a good time to uh, to mute or to skip or to all that good stuff because, uh, yeah, these things are coming in raw here. So, all right, I'm going to play them. So we've got calls going all the way back to 
uh, after the game, which needless to say, people were pretty fiery after the game. But I'm only going to play the ones that came in overnight and have come in this morning. And uh, so let's go ahead and start with these here. Here's first one here. Uh, I don't even know who a lot of these folks are. I think this might be Jonathan in Colorado. Jonathan? Jonathan. See what we got next. Uh, we're going to the five five nine on this one. Oh, it's Jacob in Fresno. Love Jacob in Fresno. Well, hey guys, it's Jacob from Fresno again. Uh, since I left the last message, which was like two hours ago, some new stuff has come to light. So you may say, uh, Josh McDonald is gone. What? What? <laughs> they were going to the Super Bowl. I don't care who's calling him right now, Michelle. You are right. What up? If you're going to call, don't just scream into your phone. We can't understand what you're saying. Oh, my gosh. Too funny, man. But I love it. I love the, love the, the passion. Uh, Charles Washington says the phone calls are going over well. Not. Yeah, nothing like a good old not joke in there, Charles Washington. I'm, I'm just playing them as they come in, buddy. All right. Let's see. Check. Uh, I don't know who this is next. We're going to the 757. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, it's Donovan. Donovan. Man. So I'm going to get straight to it, man. 
Shout out to everybody that had the clitty head, you know, calm down. Think about what they was going to say. Look. Oh, never mind. That was from after the game. Sorry. That was, uh, we got to go here. 503. So it was about Stacey Rough Raider. Give me a call. I already sent an email, but something happened on Halloween night. Crazy. Very cold. Very dark. Very gloomy. After a horrible. I already sent an email. But four and a half years ago, I started calling the show or checking out the show or watching the show just because we had a new coach. And again, for the third time in four and a half years, three and a half years, no, four and a half years. Are you kidding me? Hey, get smart, get the right people, and make the right call. Go Raiders. All right, there's Stacy Rough Raider. Yeah, so interesting here. So I, I I like his point there that let's get the right people. And I think that, you know, I made this point for those of you that listen to the Silver and Black Today show. I made this point with, with Scott Gilbranson a few times. And shout out Scott Gilbranson. He put out an article today on his Sports Knot. You can check him out on, on the Twitter there. Just look for at LV Gully. And uh, he puts out an article. And it was basically about the idea of this that, you know, listen, I've, I've never been critical of Mark Davis in the idea that, I think that his spirit behind hiring people has always come from the right place. He's self-admittedly not a football guy. And so he tries to bring in people that are football people to run the football team. He handed the keys of the kingdom to Reggie McKenzie. He handed them to John Gruden. And in this case, he handed them to, to, to Ziegler and, um, and, and Josh McDaniels. The spirit behind it was great. The execution of it was not so much. And so... But I, I can't fault him because he's, he's trying to do the right thing. It's just that they've made some, some bad choices there. And I would say that he was slow on the trigger when it comes to moving on from some of these folks. But then finally today, he does the right thing and he moves on from, from uh, McDaniels and Ziegler. So was it that slow? He gave him a year and a half. That's about the amount of time. It takes a year or two to turn around a football team. And when you've seen your football team do nothing but go backwards, then it's time to make a change. So I don't know if I can be critical of, of Mark in that way. All that said, going forward, should that responsibility fall on him? He's a, he's a great owner in terms of the way he runs the Raiders from a business sense. And Sandra Douglas Morgan is the president of our football team, does an amazing job running our team from a business sense. It's successful financially. They have the greatest facilities now, something that Al Davis, unfortunately, was never able to do. Like, Mark Davis has done some incredible things. You know, I know that a lot of people still are, can be critical of the move to Vegas, but listen, it wasn't going to happen in the Bay Area, man. And so the, the idea that he, you know, it, I would rather them move to Vegas than move to, I don't know, pick another place. You know what I mean? Somewhere that's, I don't, I don't know, in the Midwest or something. You know what I'm saying? Like better Vegas than there. It should have been LA, but the NFL screwed that up. They moved the wrong team to Los Angeles. Anyway, that's another, another note. To get back on topic. So the, the business of the Raiders is good. So let Mark focus on that. And by let, by what I, but it's his choice to whether he can allow himself to do that or not. And by doing that, he will need a vice president of football operations. He's going to need to do, and people are getting sick of hearing me say this, but I swear it's the freaking model. What the Bolins did with John Elway, the Bolins brought in John, installed him as their, I don't even know what his title was. I'm pretty sure it was VP of football operations. And John handled everything from there out. 
hiring and firing, all that kind of stuff, even down to, frankly, getting rid of Tim Tebow and bringing in Peyton Manning. That was a John Elway thing. And what happened? They won Super Bowls, you know, well, Super Bowl anyways, and and went to two. Oh, oh here we go. Here's a live call. Let's see what we got here. Daniel Mangus. What's up? What's up, Daniel? How you doing, buddy? How you feeling today? Ding dong, the witch is dead. Love your <laughs> wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Wake up, be head. Rub your eyes, get out of bed. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. She's gone where the goblins go below. Below your home. Now come on and sing ding dong, the witch is dead. Wicked witch, the wicked witch. Oh. <laughs> After further examination, I finally realized that Josh McGann no longer our head coach. Huzzah! Huzzah! And even more, we don't have to worry about him dropping the tight end in the second round, only to not use it. Huzzah! Huzzah! We now send Josh McGann and Dave Ziggler to the pit of misery. Dilly dilly! Dilly dilly! Pit of misery! Good job, boys! Oh uh, good job, boys. Thank oh you. For, my goodness. How you feeling today, man guy? Uh I well Daniel Mangus feels happy. Happy. So happy. Oh, energized. I uh, I'm telling you right now, Moff Josh Daniels is becoming my worst head coach. You think he's the worst of all time? I think he's worse than Dennis Allen. Oh my gosh. Granted, I know that says a lot. People in the chat that are going to call me out saying Kevin was the worst. I was a baby when Kevin was the head coach. Yeah, well, there's and so, we've had some we've had some bad coaches, but certainly Josh McDaniels will go down on the on the short list of the worst. Man, that, that's absolutely the the I truth. Mean, All right, so what are you guys going to do to what are you going to do to celebrate this weekend? Are we going to get the win against the Giants now, or the Antonio Pierce takes on his former team? Uh, that you think you got him, you can get him inspired enough to take out a bad New York Giants football team? I think I, I think the Raiders. Uh, uh, honestly, whether Josh McDaniels was fired or not, I felt like these two were the games that like he had been to save his job. Because if you lose to the bad news, let's face it, that's not that good. I have been pounding the tape as a football fan for the Jets to get someone other than Zach Wilson. Because it's going to cost Robert Sully his job. Because he's going to run with his boy. Because he likes his boy. And his boy's not going to get him where they want. And so, who knows? Maybe they've already said, if you if you run with your boy, you're fired. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? I've called for Joshua Dennis in Chicago. I mean, I was, I mean, watching how uninspired the team was. But I will say this before I go. Shout out to Marcus Peters. NFL, try me again. (laughs) All right. Try me again. (laughs) 
Come here, good. Go on, see what happens. You see this shield? You see this Oak Town tattoo? I'm straight from the town. Try me again. There we go. <laughs> All right, Mangus boys, we love you, man. All right, enjoy your weekend, boys. All right, there he is, a Mangus oh, boy. Awesome. Oh, okay, hold on. All right, one more, and then we got to get the rest of these. Yep. Shout out to the Fred, Freddie B Foundation. Ah. Oh. Place of hope. The donation. Always, always much love and respect. If you haven't donated, please make sure you do next year. Absolutely. It goes to a good cause, man. Absolutely. It goes to a good cause. No, everyone that wants to donate doesn't know where it goes. Go to the craft. Literally, look it up. Ready B Foundation. It's to a good cause. Um, I had a PE teacher who was a Raider Cheerette, who was a Raider Cheerleader, went every year to the craft feed. Every year. Good deal. Yep, it's a it's an amazing so cause. He's seen. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Cause. Right. Hey, 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 boy, hey, boys! I gotta grab these other calls that are coming in. Okay, thank you for calling in. No problem. No problem. All right. Have a good night. We'll see you, boys. All right. Let's see, what we got here next. To accept, press one. I don't know who, what that was there. Let's see. All right, go ahead. You're on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline. Yeah, yeah this is right. We're right. We're wrong. Tyrone Gray. Hey, yeah. what's up, Tyrone? Yeah, just, uh, what up? Hey, what up, man? Hey, I just got off, man. Just trying. I heard the got just got through speaking their opinion. I just wanted to call in, get up in of what's going on. Man, are you Miss Ebony fired up that we got rid of the freaking stupid-ass coach? We got rid Oh, my gosh. Ah, oh, we can't hear you, Tyrone. Oh, man. Oh, we lost Tyrone there. Darn it. Call us back, Tyrone. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you, Miss Ebony, are thinking uh, this morning after, uh, yeah, after Josh McDaniels gets let go. All right, let's go ahead and jump back into these voicemails. Uh, let's see where we were at here. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. Oh, it's, I think this is either OG Daniel or this is Mrs. OG. Let's see. Hey, Murph. OG Daniel. I'm Michelle Swag Jeff. It's OG Jack Daniels, Chronicles of the Black Hole. I'm so grateful. Tonight I'm grateful that I don't have to listen to, um, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, anymore we fired the clown the clown show is over we finally got rid of someone get Versace get Versace on the phone for Christ's sake this clown was a disaster he came in a disaster our players aren't being you know, get rid of all the patriot clowns we got on the team and get some real raiders in. Thank God this mess is over. And that's where I'm at with this. Mrs. OG is too disgusted to call. So <laughs> I'm calling tonight. 
grateful that we got rid of this clown. All right, I'm going to get out of here before he's my soul. All right, there he is, OG Daniel. Let's see what we got next. To accept, press 1. All right, caller, go ahead. What's up? It's Carl from the Backwoods. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Carl, doing good, man. What do you think about this? Uh, the news overnight? Man, listen, I was up when the news dropped. I just up, woke my whole house up. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's some good stuff. I got to ask, man. I got to ask. I'm excited we got rid of the clown, man, but are we looking at another total rebuild, man? They're going to tear us down to build us up or what? I don't know, man. You know, there's a lot of young pieces already on, in place on this foot. That's a great question. Seems like there's a lot of young talent already. We've also got, you know, veteran guys like Devontae Adams that are, you know, he's not in the, not, not let's, just say, let's just say like it, he's 30 years old. He's going to start heading towards the latter part of his career really quick. So you've got leaders like him, you've got leaders like Max, and you've got a good, I think, nucleus of younger talent. I don't see a full teardown. I think that this thing is... I feel like we're a quarterback away from being really competitive, especially with the way that the defense is playing, don't you think? Yeah, man. You know, I, I wrote in a couple of weeks ago talking about how we need to get that defense back. And next week, they come and they show out. And these guys like Butler, Spillane, even Peters, you know, they've been showing up. But, I mean, a quarterback, I think we need a quarterback and a corner, I think. If not some old you know, I just, I don't want to see him trade away what we've got to bring in you know, new blood. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I would hate to see them start moving on from some major players. I'm very, very thankful that Josh and Dave, there were no wonder they weren't returning calls yesterday. So thankful that they didn't have an opportunity to move on from Hunter Renfro. That, to me, is like, what, 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 uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking that our worst nightmare in terms of players would be this this regime moving on from Hunter Renfro because they can't figure out how to get him involved in the offense, and then they're going to get fired. You know what I mean? And then we're going to end up with nothing. And so, yeah. uh, other than a little bit of draft capital. So I'm really glad that didn't happen. But again, to go back to it, I mean, when you look at the way that, like, we have depth at, uh, on, on uh, you know, when it comes to wide receiver, the offensive line last year is the same or the same offensive line as we had last year, so we know that they can protect. We know that they can run the football. I think it was just, you know, I'm with you. And in terms of offensively, we should be much, much better. We should be certainly more than, you know, seven points a game better. And then defensively, I'm with you. The linebackers are not playing bad. We finally saw an interior push. And against a really good Lions offensive line, we're a corner or two away from – maybe having something special on defense. And when you look at, like, the moves, and I also wonder why the Raiders didn't make a move for, like, you look at Chase Young on the move yesterday, also Montez Sweat. You know, I think that they have faith in Tyree Wilson, yep. but, man, wouldn't that be a nice compliment for a Max Crosby, right, to have somebody like that uh, on the other side? You know, we could have uh, potentially a super dominant pass rush in that case. So, anyways, I'm with you, Carl. I think that that's a great point. I don't think this is a full teardown, and I would, I would want to know what the chat room has to say as well. Let us know what you guys think because, yeah, I don't think there's a, a, a full teardown uh, to be had. But anyways, but I'm excited. So what do you think, Carl? You think that we're going to, uh, you know, is this, a, is is aside from the team playing inspired, uh, what else do we have to look forward to? we got a tough stretch of our schedule coming up after these after these uh, New York teams. Yeah, 
I don't know, man. You know, in sports, the team takes on the personality of his coach, right? You know, and you look at any sport, that's kind of what happens. Phil Jackson's team, Belichick's team, everybody's teams, right? They all take the personality of their coach. If they take on the personality of Antonio Pierce, we're going to have a gnarly-ass team, man. Let's go. We're going to be out there fighting and scrapping. That's what I'm talking about. You know, and that's what I want from the Raiders. That's old-school Raider ball, man. That's what I was brought up on. I was brought up on long enough, baby. We need to get back to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right on. Well, good deal, Carl. Well, hey, well, brother, thank you for calling in, man. Great call. Uh, appreciate uh, talking to you. And uh, keep those emails coming. And I think you're on the on the short list, man, becoming one of the next made men around here. <laughs> right on, brother. You have a great day. I'll see you. You all are going to be out tonight, right? That, yeah, we'll be out there this weekend. All right. I'll see you tonight. All right. Take a seat, Carl. Go ahead, give up for Carl. All right, see what we got next. All right, caller, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Teron? Hey, Ron, what's up? Well, much, man, on my lunch break, trying to fit one in here. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right, give me, give me your rapid reaction. Uh, I'm really surprised we fired the OC. Uh, that was that was kind of surprising to me and I'm happy that Mark finally like we go from two weeks ago thing to now him realizing like oh shit like we're in over our head here we better get cut bait and run and I think the move to Vegas gave him financial ability to make cuts like this you know what I mean we would have been stuck like with these coaches he's not able to pay two separate coaches if we're still in Oakland so that money that went in allows a little bit of wiggle room for moves like this um, so I think that you know, we're going to be playing two or three coaches for four years now. That's true. Cause I, I guess what we're learning, I didn't know. Did you know that all coaches contracts are guaranteed? I didn't know that. I learned that in this whole Josh McDaniels. Thing. Yeah. I had heard that. I think with the Gruden thing, they had brought that. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So where do we go? So I, I'm wondering if he can't go ahead. No, you go. I'm wondering if the Gruden suit is successful if we recoup some of that money from having to pay him when he was fired because if the NFL did, you know, force his firing, I wonder if we recoup that. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, and there's a, there's a, there's, there's going to be a lot of, and this is a, probably a topic for another time. There's going to be a lot of fallout from this Gruden lawsuit. I think that this thing's going to expose oh, yeah, absolutely. a ton of dirt on the NFL, or if it doesn't, there's going to be a lot of payout on the back end that we're going to we're going to we're going to hear the old headline of uh yeah settled settled for an undisclosed amount or whatever and the next thing you know John Gruden will be buying an island, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> All right, so real quick, well, we got you on your lunch break before we let you go. Where where do we go from here? Where is this is this a stick with what we got if it's successful? Is it, is it, you know, what do you think about my idea about bringing in somebody to run the, the thing for Mark, like a VP? Like, where do, you, where do you think that we go as a team from here? Oh, I absolutely agree with bringing somebody in and taking as much as possible out of Mark's hands because he already said he's not a football guy. Um, I think we need a – I don't think we roll with a hot hand even if we do well this year. I think we need, like – a young up and coming coach. Uh, you mentioned the guy from the Jets. I, we need some sort of infusion of life into the coaching staff. So, um, 
we we need a quarterback is my number one thing. We need to just whatever we need to do, sell out massive trade package, whatever we need to do, get up to the top of the round while there's a nice quarterback class and get our franchise guy um, and go from there. Because I think a good quarterback can cover up tons of warts in the league nowadays. Absolutely. Ron, I, I couldn't agree with you more, brother. I, and that's a great point that, you know, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show here about, you know, going with the hot hand. If, if, if Antonio Pierce has success, give him a shot. But you know what? You're right, though. And I think about, and I don't think Harbaugh, but I'd love Jeff Ulbrich. You brought that name up. And I mean, that guy, I think mm-hmm. he's one of those young, fiery defensive coordinators. Like, that's a guy that's got not only strategy to him, but he's got grit and he's got the the culture and all that. So I, I'm with you. If, 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 but, but if Antonio Pierce has success, I don't know. That'd be a tough call. That'd be a tough one for, for me to, 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 to totally buy into moving on from being that like, I would hate to see us repeat the exact same scenario that we did two years ago, you know? Yeah, I would too, but I would I would argue that even with Basaccia, any of the success that they have is built on a system that was already in place. So you're going to give them a little bit of credit for using a system that's already there, and you know eventually they're going to want their own system. So what do you know about the system that that guy's going to bring in when he took over midstream for somebody else would be my fear. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, that was a good point, good point. All right, so hey, we'll let you go, Ron. Thanks for checking in on your uh, on your lunch break and uh, chat room. Give it up for Ron the Materator. All right, man, take it easy. All right, brother. All right, there he is, Ron. Oh, okay. Oh, that was Ron hanging up there. All right, uh, all right. Let's get back into the voicemails here and uh, see who we got next. Let's see. So we did OG Daniel. Okay, here we go. Here's next. Hey, RFR. It finally happened. Mark kicked that asshole Josh McDaniels to the curb. No more of this suffering on our offense. Well, we don't have any offense, so that was the most offensive part about it. The only offensive thing Josh McDaniels could do is ruin an offense. So we went from 30-point game down to 7. All right, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pause that. We're going to take one more live call here. Oh, it's Kevin the Raider Nerd. Kevin the Raider Nerd! What's going on? Hey, brother. How are you? I'm doing a little better this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I, I'm happy about the decision, and uh, I'm happy for, for Raider Nation because finally, 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 we are united on something, and it's nice to finally see that. But I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm, I'm a, there's a part of me that's a little sad that we're all celebrating something that we all wanted, but it's the removal of two very important pieces in a uh, a team, the head coach and the general manager, and then that's the only thing that we can really hang our hat on right now. But it does give us hope. You know, we had an interim coach uh, last time that was able to get us to the playoffs. And the fact that we had a linebacker coach get promoted to coach, uh, hopefully that will also, uh, you know, get the defense even more on point and inspire everyone else. Uh, I'm I'm still a little apprehensive about the about the season, uh, but I am definitely excited to see and watch to see what happens going forward. Right on, man. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. So, I, I are you going to be in Vegas this weekend? No, I after that, uh, after that charge 
Bucks I saw in person in L.A. I decided to save the money and not go to any games for the rest of this season no. because, honestly, it was pretty depressing. So yeah. I'm just going to watch from afar and enjoy my team. But uh, I am happy for Raider Nation. I'm also very happy for Raider Nation that goes out and reps all of their gear, gets, uh, you know, teased maybe, and because we were embarrassed on national television again. And we yeah. are a laughing stock when it comes to the national media and NFL people. And, you know, I give major credit to people that are like me, that are proud to wear those tats, show those tats, that gear. And I'm excited for that, excited for them, and I want to give them props. And that well, means you guys as well, and I'm sure everyone that's listening to you. Absolutely. Well, right on, man. We well, appreciate that. And you got, got our propers as well, my friend. And, uh, you know, and I love that idea that, you know, you brought up a great point. It sucks the reason that we're unified, you know, because it means that it was dysfunctional, right? It means that something wasn't working. You don't move on from your head coach, your yeah. offensive coordinator, and your freaking general manager if things are going well. So the reason that we moved on from it sucks. But I tell you, man, I do. there is a part of me that is, I mean, I'm incredibly thankful. And, I mean, I'm really happy to be that we're going to Vegas this weekend to watch him play the Giants. I feel like this is going to be the first time in a very long time that, yeah, we're all on the same side here. Ain't nobody arguing about the yeah. quarterback. Ain't nobody arguing about the coach. You know, none, none of that stuff. Like, we're, we're all pulling the same rope here, and, uh, and that's a nice place for Raider Nation to be. Which makes it a clean slate in the fact that you guys not only uh, celebrate what Raider Nation has done for the One Nation uh, Foundation, the Crab Fest, but you get to experience this in person. I'm really rooting for you guys, and I'm happy that you guys will be there representing the fans. Oh, thank, thank you, you Kev. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. All right, thank you so much. Hey, give hey, me I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and get off the line let the rest of you well, hey, but, uh, hey, give me your give me your 15-second review of the Ahsoka show. Uh, could have been better, but it was fun. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right, there he is, Kevin the Raider Nerd. All right, good stuff there from Kevin. All right, let's jump back in these. Vo- Oops. Wow. Love it. These live calls are flying in. All right, see what we got next. Call from Anthony Tyler, Tida Raider. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Tyler Raider, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? How you feeling this morning? Uh, is that you? Uh, hey, I'm feeling great. Hold, let me uh, put my AirPods in. Okay, put your darn AirPods in. Okay. okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So can the internet. <laughs> okay, I was like, I hear a noise. I didn't know if that was me or you. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Go ahead. Tell us how you feel this morning. Man, I'm telling you, I'm feeling great. It's funny because um, last night, you know, I, I usually go to bed around like 9, 10 p.m. to, um, you know, get up early for work. And I'm sitting there. For some reason, I wanted to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So I'm sitting there fighting my sleep watching that movie. And while I'm sitting there watching it, I noticed I got like a couple missed calls from my friend. So, I, you know, I call him back. He's like, hey, did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? I'm like, wait, what you talking about? Then I, um, so, yeah, I probably didn't go to sleep until a little after midnight last night because I was so, like, happy. I couldn't sleep after that. And um, so now I'm just, like, I'm riding that high right now. So what induced more tears, watching the Raiders' offense on Monday night or when Rocket died? Spoiler alert. 
Oh man. Oh. <laughs> that one. You know what? The watching the Raiders is a lot more uh, tragic. I would say, especially you know, all these years that you we spend the time, the money, and just like I I I call up days to miss work. It's like I look at my schedule and I look at the Raiders schedule. If they're playing at the same time, I will miss work for that. So that's money coming out of my. So if I miss days to watch the Raiders and then we lose, it's just you know it's just more heartbreaking. But those are definitely two up uh, two runner ups that's very close. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So, all right, so uh, so where do we go from here? What uh, what do you think? So Ron and I were just having a discussion around you know if Antonio Pierce finds success in the same way that Basaccia did, do you give him a look or do you move on to somebody else like a Jeff Ulbrich who I've been pounding the table for, uh, or someone else that that brings in uh, you know a, a complete fresh approach and, and all that and, and more of a reset button and then also. Tell me what you think about my idea of Mark bringing in like a VP of football operations to make these decisions for him. Um, yeah, I think definitely. You know, you know, I know um, a friend of mine brought up Lewis Reddick. Um, you know, as my guys, we can talk about Lewis Reddick. That's a great um, name to put out there. Yes. Um, well, I think um, I think Mark should have learned from the whole. Rich Basaccia's ordeal on how that went down, and I think he's really kind of regretted not bringing him on. So I think this is a prank, that same type of effect that happens this year. It's like you you kind of have no choice but to at least try it out for another year. And then if it doesn't work, go ahead and stuff. But um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I, like, I knew, I had a feeling that they were going to put um, Champ Kelly in, you know, the intern general manager position. Now I want to see if they're going to keep him on, you know, full time. So I think there's going to be a lot to play out. Um, I'm kind of excited for it. I've always been one of those guys, like, um, you know, when you fire a coach or fire anybody, it's always been what and then what. What are you going to do? But this time I didn't even care. I like I don't, I don't care. Anything has to be better than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. And that's you know, look, if we're going to lose. You know, you, losing is never good. Losing is never acceptable. I think if you're losing and trying to improve yourself by doing something new and different, it's a little more palatable in that the idea, but when you're just doing the same old thing over and over and over again, and it's not successful, like it's, it, it becomes a real tough watch uh, for us as fans. So if we get a little bit of a youth movement, especially at quarterback and start to see some things done differently, start to see us involve uh, some different folks, namely Hunter Renfro. Uh, man, or how about this idea? We involve the guy that we traded up for in the second round. Let's throw him a pass once in a while. Uh, so I, I think if we start that to do stuff, right? And so I think if we start to make moves like that, it'll be a lot more fun for us uh, as fans to close this thing out because we we were down pretty bad, man. I mean, that's, you know, not only just a Monday man, nighter, but that Chicago game, shit. I mean, yeah, down real bad. I, I lost money on the Chicago game. Like, I... I like the fact that you know, trust me, I'm, I'm looking at you know, you know, when I look at the schedule, you know, I got some friends who had some weird teams, Carolina Bears fan, don't know why, but you know, so it's when the schedule come out, we lock in that bet immediately, and then the coming week, I'm even more excited about it. I'm like, okay, now Justin Fields is out. Oh yeah, what are you guys gonna do now? And just for that, and then it's like, then I have to hear him talk about it. It just, it's embarrassing. It's like. I've never felt this down 
about. Like, even I, I can't even say with the Dennis Allen stuff, I don't remember feeling this down. Like, I knew it was bad, but we still had some type of hope with some young talent. And stuff. But yeah, yeah. But with this, it just felt like there was no – you didn't see no light at the end of the tunnel at all. It's like, how is this going to – How's this gonna end? Because it's not gonna end good. Yeah, I'm with you. That it did. It did. It, it definitely. It, David smartened up. Uh, <laughs> he he fi- finally he smartened up. So. <laughs> finally. Finally. All right, well, Tyler Raider, man, great job. Great. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your work day to give us a shout, man. We love you, brother. And can't wait to see you soon. Hopefully, you're moving to Nashville soon. Oh yeah. Hey. Fingers crossed. Wish me luck. I got an um, interview on Friday, so we should see how that goes. And uh, yeah, definitely, you know, I love you guys. Appreciate all our family. You know, you guys, you got some pretty bright times ahead. Now that big dumbass is gone. <laughs> you know, and, um, and you know, Malay. I also like to say, you know, go Warriors and stuff. As I'm um, as I'm talking to you, I got a text message from somebody out in. Um, Oh, right on, man. That's awesome, man. Go dubs for sure. Go dubs, man. That's awesome. Well, enjoy the game. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again soon, my friend. And great job there. Get up for Tyler Raider. All right, bro. You too. All right, there he is, Ty Red. This, this is fun, man. All right, let's get back to these voicemails. Uh, let's see. We, we had one that went, uh, and, I, and it got interrupted because of a live call. So let's check back in with uh, Caller in the 443. It finally happened. Mark kicked that asshole Josh McDaniels to the curb. No more of this suffering on our offense. Well, we don't have any offense, so that was the most offensive part about it. The only offensive thing Josh McDaniels could do is ruin an offense. So we went from 30 points a game down to seven. Uh, isn't the team supposed to improve as the season goes on, not regress? So anyway, now that he's gone, we're looking forward to Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly, see if that's going to be the future of the team. Uh, kind of feel sorry for Dave Ziegler. He really didn't have a chance considering his little troll of a friend was controlling everything, not giving him a chance to do his job, but that's his fault for not standing up to him. So regardless, out of this era, into a next one. Good luck. Go Raiders. All right. All right. Good stuff. So we got, we got these things are flying in here. Let's check in. Let's see. That was a four, four, three. Let's check in with the nine, seven, three. Let's freaking go. I love this news. What up, Murph? Uncle Mosh. What's up, Rev Raider? Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. It's Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Man, I woke up 4 o'clock this morning to do my usual get up and work out and stuff. And, man, I'm sitting there. I just looked online real quick, and I was like, nah, this this ain't right. But I went to my NFL app, and I'm like, oh, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are out of here. And that's kind of how I was feeling, man, because it was just like after Monday's loss, it, it, I was just like, bro, something has to happen, you know, especially. And I, what I think was probably the nail in the coffin is how Jimmy played. And, like, you know, you already heard me before. I said he ain't it, you know, but the way he missed Devontae Adams yes. twice, 
threw an interception in the end zone last week. Like, he could have made that throw if he wasn't throwing a helium ball. But, yo, I was like, he's got to go. But then to see in the interviews how Josh McDaniels was avoiding that question like the plague, you know, and if he answered it, oh, we're not just going to – we're not going to talk about that at this time, you know. And when I heard him say that, I'm like, oh, dude, you're playing yourself, you know. You know you have to give this young kid a shot, do something. You got to do something different because Jimmy ain't it, you know. I hope I hope Antonio Pierce, the interim coach, understands that he ain't it. I'm hearing reports that he's planning on starting the rookie, so hopefully that's what it is. Let him take his lumps and do what he needs to do. To me, it seems like he has a better connection with um with Devontae Adams with the receivers, you know. Like, I'll say this, in the Chargers game, yeah, he was holding the ball a little bit longer, but as the game progressed, he improved. Jimmy didn't do that on Monday. He did not improve as the game went on under pressure, you know, sacked damn near the same amount of times. So I'm excited. I'm happy, you know, hopefully optimistic on where the rest of the, the season goes. Our schedule is still the schedule. We got, you know, we, we got a whole bunch of rough games coming, but we got to make it happen. But it's a step in the right direction. I'm with it. Hopefully the the players rally around each other, rally around these coaches and stuff, and do what they need to do. Get your stars the ball. I'm happy about it. But that's all I got, man. Love y'all as always. Peace. All right. There is Red Raider. Appreciate you, Rev. All right, this is good, good stuff there from everybody. Yeah, get, keep the uh, keep the live call. We got time. We'll we'll do probably another 20, 30 minutes here. Uh, so we'll keep the live calls coming in. They were coming in during the voicemails. I want Rev's call to make sure we got that uh, through. So if you got another live call there, go ahead and uh, and give us a shout there, and we'll and we'll hear from you. I've also got the uh, the chat room going here. The chat room is awesome as always. The best chat room in all of Raider Nation, uh, if you ask me. But you know, I'm a little biased, but uh, let's see who we got in there. We got Van City Raiders in there. Michelle is in there. See you tomorrow morning at the airport uh, at 4:30 when we have cocktails. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we have a tradition when we go to Vegas. Uh, oh, there we go. I'll tell you about that later. Let's listen to this live call. Call from Van City Raider. Van City Raider, what's up, brother? Murph, my man. What's going on? <laughs> man only how are you buddy i'm doing better now than i was uh well than i was yesterday at this time i'll say that because of going from being down bad to uh man what what uh, a pleasant overnight surprise absolutely man i woke up to it at uh i woke up to it at 6 a.m this morning uh pacific time and I have this roommate, uh, my sis, uh, my wife's sister that lives with us. And I, one of my favorite pastimes is I like to harass her and harass her and harass her about my raiders and all, you know, I'll get in her face and raider her. And, but she's a great sport about it. So this morning I was dancing to cool and the gang celebrate good times at like <laughs> from like 6.20 to about 6.45, and she's just looking at me like, you're a fucking idiot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, man, it's, uh, uh, you know. So, hey, man. Go ahead. 
couple uh, thoughts I have this morning. You know, I've emailed you guys the past two weeks. Um, and my first email there, I wanted to say thank you guys so, so, so much for, you know, putting uh, my email into uh, whatever that was. But that came from the heart and it came from, you know, it really, I sincerely meant that. I, 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 I'm coming from you guys north of the border here in Canada. It's currently six degrees Celsius in Vancouver, British Columbia. And, what is that like, uh, negative know, 65 degrees? Up, to be honest with you, Murph, I'm not a hundred percent sure Fahrenheit. We use the Fahrenheit in kilometers up here, not miles in Fahrenheit, right? So yeah. I would have to Google it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's quite cold up here already. So, but uh, yeah, you know, and then I'm driving in on my way to work this morning, and. Um, I, I talked about my son in that first email too. And I kind of, you know, I, my, my son turns eight in January and I said, I want you to do daddy a favor today, buddy. And he said, what's that dad? I said, we fired the coach and uh, my son's just, just, just starting to get into it a little bit. And he, uh, he was half asleep and he says, let's go dad. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> so I'm going to, dad's going to teach you what it means to be a Raider here, buddy. And he says, what's, what, what do you mean? I said, I want you to do daddy a favor. I, he said, yeah, what's that? I said, I want you to put a sweater on. I want you to put your Max Crosby jersey on, and I want you to wear your Raiders hat to school today, okay, bud? He says, of course, dad. It's a good day to be a Raider. Let's and go. I just, uh, you know, the emotion. The emotion that I have when, you know, you're bringing your sons up. And I feel, honestly, more so than anything else, I feel some direction. I feel, you know, for the past three, four weeks, I will always, always, always be proud to don my silver and black, but there was a light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, we had seen at the end of the Gruden regime and making the playoffs in 2001 and, you know, that got swam shut by McDoofus and, I feel today that we finally have some, you know, the possibilities are endless. What are we going to do at GM? What are we going to do at head coach? I've heard Frank Smith, and I'm not too, too familiar with him, but, I mean, if you look at what the Miami Dolphins are doing this year, I mean, I'd be all over that. But I think most importantly, I think Mark has to hire somebody, and, I mean, I think he's already got the guy, to be honest with you, and Tommy Touchdowns but somebody with the football knowledge that Mark admittedly says he doesn't have. So, um, I mean, I know that us as a fan base might not be too fond of that idea, but I think uh, Mark working with somebody like Brady, who's going to be able to give him that direction is uh, the best move before we make any other hires. Absolutely. I, I, that's interesting. That's something we hadn't talked about yet today is that I wonder what level of input Tom Brady has. And I wonder if there was even already input. You know, we heard that that Mark met with some veterans of the team and discussed the culture of the organization in the locker room and what's been going on. I wonder how much input or I wonder how many, how many conversations have gone on already with Tom Brady. If the guy's going to be a minority owner, I can't imagine that they're already not having those types of conversations. That's a really, really good point. I. I absolutely agree, man. And you guys, I, you know, I honestly think we'd be, we, we would all be ignorant to think that Tom Brady is not 
standing shoulder to shoulder with Mark Davis right now. And I think Mark's going to make some sort of a, I don't know what he's going to do, but I don't be surprised if by 2025, Tom Brady's involved heavily in this organization. You, you know, okay. So let me ask you this real quick before we let you go. That's a great point. And I wonder, you know, Mark is, it's what he's 67 years old. I think, you know, he doesn't have kids. So there's not yeah. a, and there's not an obvious succession plan like there is for the hunts or the Maras or the whatever else you pick it. Um, even the Joneses. So with Tom Brady coming in, could we potentially see that he becomes a managing general partner, much in the, in the way that Al Davis was once upon a time, uh, by, by buying in even further to the organization once now, you know, and I wish Mark Davis the longest of life, but you know, we all got an expiration date. And uh, so I would be really curious on to where it's going to go. And do you think that, do you think that could be Tom? It very well could be, you know what I, you know what I mean? Think about it. Yeah. He already owns part of the aces with Mark. There's nobody, I mean, the, the, uh, the question here is, is does Tom Brady's on-field ability um, translate to the management side of things and to the running a football team side of things? But, I mean, you got probably the most brilliant uh, football mind of all time working shoulder to shoulder with Mark. So, And I heard you talking about earlier, Murph, about a complete rebuild, and I – Dude, we've got so many pieces here, man. Our team is, like you were saying, I think we're a couple corners and a couple D tackles away from making a freaking, making a splash, you know. Um, One more thing before you let me go. I want to give Mark Davis his flowers because I honestly, for the past month, six weeks, I've thought, you know, Mark doesn't give a shit and he doesn't care about winning and he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. If Mark Davis proved one thing to me today over anything else, it's number one, he cares about his players. And number two, he cares about us. He cares about Raider Nation. And he hurt us. You know, the power in us all all getting together and us rallying and us making our voices be heard, you know, that I, that's what I was talking about in my first email, man. And, <clears throat> being able to be a part of that is just something I will never, ever, ever take for granted, my man. Oh, that's awesome, man. Good stuff. Hey, give it up for Van City Raider. Great points there, my friend. Good stuff. Great call. If I had a sizzler to award, I'd... I'd if I had a sizzler to award, I'd give it to you. And keep these calls coming, man. We, got, we, want, we need to get you on the made men list. I love each and every single one of my... Ra- sisters it's a great and fabulous day to be a raider go raiders <laughs> there you go right let's go van city raider good stuff there from van city all right let's see we got uh we got two more voicemails to get to let's get to these voicemails and then uh then we'll probably get on out of here let's check in what up murph swaggy uncle Mosh, michelle this is the Raider, Ryman Raider, Rome, Tyrone Gray. What's up, Tyrone? I just got out of work. Man, I done pulled up some cranberry juice with some Grey Goose. So nice. I'm feeling a little some kind of way. I just heard about the, the fire of the Josh McDaniels. I'm glad 
of it. I hate that, you know, we are in the position that, that we are. If we lose out, it is what it is, you know. We have a good spot in the draft. But we had to get this guy up out of there, man. The Patriots' way is not the Raiders' way. Come on. And I'm glad that he's gone, even if we don't. We don't win another game this season. I'm glad this guy is out of here. I know I'm slurring a little bit. I mean, you know, like I said, Ray Goose, Bradbury Goose, I'm on it. And I saw you were still on, so I said, let me go ahead and just voice my opinion. I'm going to try to call in. I know I haven't seen in a rhyme in a while, but. I'm trying to get it together. This this guy had my mind all off, and I can't get my, my, my lyrics together. But I'm hoping Antonio Pierce get us, get the guys, the players, hyped and right to win this Giants game, the ultimate revenge game. Yes. Us against, against Waller, Pierce against his former team that he won the Super Bowl with. Let's do this. Let's get some people that know how to call some plays and win. Just win, baby. Love you. Hi. Oh, we love you too, Tyrone. Love it. Hey, man, nothing wrong with getting off work and having a few pops, man, and feeling good, and especially when there's something to celebrate, like this guy getting fired. Uh, all right, good stuff there from our good friend Tyrone Graves. Can't wait to see you and Miss Ebony again very, very soon. All right, we got one more to get to. Let's go to the caller in the 704. Hey, what's up, um, Murph? I just wanted to tell you that salute everybody. Good afternoon. And, well, I'm very glad that Josh Medanis and Dave Taylor was, was fired at the style of being like mad, but. Well, right now, it is the time for a brand new era, brand new coach. I mean, we have so many things to, well, to involve with the defense, the offense, because that's a whole lot of mess we have to recover right now. But if we got the opportunity to beat the Giants, because right now we had Antonio Pierce as a new head coach, and I think this is the biggest opportunity because Antonio Pierce was head coach of the college football in Arizona, and he was a linebacker coach for the Giants, and he understands about it. But if we had a great defense, because right now the offense is struggling to be to find the identity of our right now, but I think this is the biggest opportunity to take over against the New York Giants. But I think it's not going to be easy at all. But if we got to start it as a kind of just the bright future, I mean, this could be, like, really important. And I just wanted to tell it to everybody. The Little Raiders fan radio, I love your show. Every Wednesday, I love your show with Michelle, Black Jeff, and, of course, Marv. I cannot wait to collide with you soon. And, of course, much love and respect from El Capitan, Rafael, Rafucho, Rafael Chessin. I will see you there. And, of course, one more thing, just like Al did I say, just win, baby. Have a good one. Raphael. Raphael's in the chat room here, sir. He says, oh, God, that's my voice. <laughs> you know, you did great, man. 
Great call there. Uh, appreciate you calling in so much. And thank you to everybody uh, that called in. Uh, well, I almost said tonight because it's usually we're here in the, in the evening hours. I uh, appreciate everybody that called in live today. Appreciate all those amazing voicemails. Uh, y'all rock, man. This was this was a lot of fun uh, getting on here, doing an impromptu live show to celebrate. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, so, hey, listen, we'll have a blast in Vegas this weekend. If you're going to be in Vegas, come check us out. We're going to be in Lot H with Raider Dad. We're going to be there celebrating their tailgate and uh, as they take underprivileged kids to a Raider game. And then we will also be over in Lot J with our good friend, Fabricator Gill. Uh, that's going to be probably our main hang for the tailgate. So come over there and say hi to us. We're going to call that our RFR meetup for this, this trip. Uh, check us out there. And then we're, we're, we're going to the game as well. And so uh, we love you guys so very, very much. So please, if you see us, holler at us. And uh, love, love to, you know, we know so many of you online, uh, but it's always amazing just to meet folks, uh, you know, in, 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 in person and shake a hand, you know, hug a neck, all that stuff, man. We love you guys so much. So, so please uh, definitely hit us up if you see us out there and come see us at lot h and lot j with raider dad and you can't miss gill's tailgate either because he usually has a big old raiders fan radio banner flying high overhead so you 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 won't miss us there so appreciate that and then also we're going to present our check to the one nation foundation i don't know what the chats super chats were tonight I, i know we saw some new members come in as well all that money that we raise with this show goes to the one nation foundation that gives strictly to Raiders related charities like the good folks at the Bolitnikoff foundation, where we're going to present a check on your behalf, Raider nation for $15,000. Uh, and can it not thank you guys enough for the support that you give us to the foundation. So, all right. So I think that's all we got for tonight. Let me shout out the chat room one last time. Tony Shefford is in there. Michelle, of course, Carl Howard. Oh, let me tell you real quick. So we have our, our tradition is that when we leave, the Nashville airport, there's this bar called Party Foul that's right outside the gate at Southwest. And so you go in there and you get these doubles and like you get like a double Tito's and they put like just like they just wave orange juice at it. They just, as Swag says, they just waft orange juice into the glass. And so we have these amazing cocktails uh, before we hit the plane. So Lamont, Michelle, and uh, Miss Valerie and I are going to meet up to have cocktails tomorrow morning at 4.30 in the morning as we go to Vegas. Let's go. I don't know why I hit the chime there. <laughs> I guess it works. But anyways, love you guys so very, very much. We appreciate you. And uh, I gotta, I, I think I got to find an outro. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I was going to shout out the chat room, but I got to find the outro here too. This is weird doing this show by myself. It's, I don't even know where the outro is. Maybe I could just hit a, uh, I don't know, I'll just play that. That's stupid. I'll just say goodnight uh, or goodbye. <laughs> James Furpo, uh, uh, for a vibrator, my baby Val's in there. Uh, she says, 4 a.m. drinking. Uh, James Furpo, Tony Shefford, Paul Edgerton, Daniel Hernandez, or excuse me, uh, Daniel Mangus, Edgar Hernandez, uh, Tony Shefford, Wyoming Raider. What's up, Wyo? Uh, James Moore is in there. Alfred Esparza is in there. Stacy Ruff, Hooligan Nation. Uh, uh, did I say James Moore yet? Seattle Nick is in there. Big Bass Raider is in there. Stacy Ruff Raider throwing in a, uh, a donation to the One Nation Foundation. We appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate Raphael again and, and all of those of you. Uh, you guys are the absolute best. We love you. And, uh, and yeah, have a good night. We'll see you in Vegas. Let's go, Raiders! <laughs>